Welcome to the Encountering Jesus with Bruce Byrne daily podcast. Thank you for joining me. I'm glad you're here. Today is Saturday, week 41, day 6. Take a moment to work through the pre-flight checklist on your own. Today's podcast is titled, Forgiveness Revisited. Jesus' conversation with Nicodemus focused our attention on spiritual rebirth and the Holy Spirit, two of the salvation gifts. Today, we'll begin to revisit the other salvation gifts, starting with forgiveness. In the 18th chapter of Luke, Jesus told this parable to some who were confident that they were righteous and looked down on everyone else. Two men went up to the temple to pray, one a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee stood and prayed about himself like this, God, I thank you that I am not like other people, extortionists, unrighteous people, adulterers, or even like this tax collector. I fast twice a week, I give a tenth of everything I get. The tax collector, however, stood far off and would not even look up to heaven, but beat his breast and said, God be merciful to me, sinner that I am. I tell you that this man went down to his home justified rather than the Pharisee. For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, and he who humbles himself will be exalted. This parable should be of great encouragement to all but those who are confident in their own righteousness, for it reveals that God's heart is inclined toward those who know they're in need of forgiveness. Take a moment to let this sink in. The one who is most offended by our sin is eager to forgive. Forgiveness is the gateway into the presence of God, the first of the salvation gifts. A brief survey of Scripture reveals that everyone who believes in Jesus receives forgiveness of sins. From Acts chapter 10, Peter speaking, All the prophets testify that everyone who believes in him Jesus, receives forgiveness of sins through his name. Forgiveness of sin is at the heart of the gospel message. From Ephesians 1, In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, in accordance with the riches of God's grace. And from Colossians 1, He delivered us from the power of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of the Son he loves in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. Forgiveness is offered to those who confess their sins. From 1 John chapter 1, If we say we have fellowship with him, and yet keep on walking in the darkness, we are lying and not practicing the truth. But if we walk in the light as he himself is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus his Son cleanses us from all sin. If we say we do not bear the guilt of sin, we are deceiving ourselves and the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins, he is faithful and righteous, forgiving us our sins and cleansing us from all unrighteousness. If we say we have not sinned, we make him a liar and his word is not in us. These last verses from John are of particular importance because each verse helps us to contextualize the other verses. Taken as a whole, we learn that God desires us to no longer walk in darkness, that is, in our sinful ways, 
But the solution isn't to deny our sinfulness, because we are lying and or self-deceived if we claim to be without sin. The solution is found in the righteousness God offers to those who confess their sins. For today's questions, question one, are you able to identify the area in your life in which you most struggle with sin? Question two, Jesus' parable reveals God's favor toward those who know their sinful brokenness. How would confidence in one's own righteousness be a barrier to a relationship with God? And question three, does God make it easy or hard to be forgiven? For worship today, consider how willing God is to forgive us and then enter into worship by expressing your thankfulness directly to Him. For our concluding prayer, Jesus, you paid a great price so that I could be forgiven. Thank you for your generosity and mercy. Amen. Let's pray together. Jesus, you paid a great price so that I could be forgiven. Thank you for your generosity and mercy. Amen. Today, remember to ask God to bless and protect your congregation. Pray for its members, its ministries, and its leaders. Also, remember to pray that God would bless, encourage, protect, and deliver the persecuted church.